to um, Better Homes and Dungeons. Uh, this week, having a conversation with uh, the person who I will let introduce themselves because I'm not good at it. <laughs> uh, my name is Connor Self. I am a, uh, I wear a lot of hats. I'm a school counselor. I'm a moderator for the Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition uh, Facebook group. 150,000 members going strong. Uh, and I am a founder and organizer for D8 Summit Charities. Excellent. I'm I'm part of the um, Facebook group as well. Are you wonderful? Yeah, thank you. I, I wanted to say, look, I'm, I didn't know you were a mod for that group. Um, thank you. <laughs> y- y'all do I, a I, very, very, uh, I, I can imagine an intense and interesting job. Like, yeah. Hmm. It can be at times. I'm, I'm, I'm the quiet mod. You, you don't hear too much from me, uh, for the most part. I remember um, I was trying to post something to that group. It was uh, in relation to a project that a friend of mine had done um, called Monsters of Merca, which is like... Um, uh, I know it. Excellent. And I was going to post something, and I got a response saying, no, we're not putting this on there. Can you imagine what this will do? And I thought, yeah, I really... Uh, should have thought about that. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be able to send the mod a message saying, look, I am really sorry about that. Thank you so much. I, compl- I, I, I more than 100% agree with you. You're doing well. Thank you very, very much. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, it's, 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 it's a group with an interesting culture. I, uh, I, I jokingly say that... Uh, the, the, the first month, month and a half, I just sort of watched everybody do what they were doing just to try to become acclimated to it because um, it's, it's, it's a group with its own life and its own personality. Um, and and you, you just have to go with the flow. Lots so, but, of personalities, I would say. <laughs> oh, but but I but I love that group. That group is amazing. Um, the people that um, – uh, that not only volunteer to help run it, but the people who who just give so much of their time sharing ideas and helping each other out. Like uh, it's it's great that I can give back in in some small way by by helping just keep it from gumming up and keep everything going, approving posts, letting new people join, um, you know, helping people solve problems if there's a disagreement. It's a it's Would good. It's be, a good uh... use of my time. Would it, would it be an okay thing for me to ask, do you have, like, a disagreement that's like, this is my favorite disagreement, this this is the good one? Oh, um, I'm like, or, thinking... Or, 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 or a funny disagreement, something that brought out the, you know, the humorous in people. Um, I, I, I guess for, for me, um... It's 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 really weird because I, I try to be a tabula rasa, right? Like I, I I don't say too much about who I am, what I like, what I believe in. Just sort of leave it blank. And if I see a problem come, and I just say something about it. So my favorite thing is when people project things onto me. Um, <laughs> like like oh, you're only saying that because you you're a. a, a uh, an anarchist. Oh, you're only saying that because you're a communist. Oh, you're only saying that because you're a uh, insert far right political party here. Um, I'm like, no, no, no. I, I'm just saying this because if you say that, it's going to make a big argument, and I don't want to deal with that tonight. I've got things I got to do. I've got to work on the D8 summit, you know, and yeah. I'd like to pet That's... my dogs. <laughs> that is pretty damn fair, I would say. It's like, hey, um, 
No, the, 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 the reason I don't want you pissing in the stream is because other people got a drink from it. And, uh, <laughs> look, that's you know, not okay. It, it, it's, it's a neat thing. So, um, but, uh, if you are, if anybody listening to this, if you're a member of that group, hello. Um, and, uh, on behalf of everybody, we really appreciate all of our members and, and, and the culture that you've helped create. We, we adore all of you. Yeah. And now don't break is, the rules. It is, <laughs> <laughs> it, it is primarily like a lovely group. Like there's, I, I, I really just come in to make silly comments on other people's serious <laughs> things. Like that's yep. where I live. That, I think, that's 80% of mine too. <laughs> I just yeah. make a silly comment and keep moving. <laughs> I, I think my favorite one that I made recently was like, someone's like, okay, what do you do after a TPK? And I said, I don't know, have a cigarette, ask if it was good for them. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. I haven't had a TPK yet. One day, maybe. Uh, okay, so, um, Connor, you mentioned yeah. the D8 Summit. Yeah, Can yeah. Can you uh, tell us what that, what that is all about? Um, sure. Um, so, uh, if, if you haven't heard about it, uh, the D8 Summit is a – it's a charity organization. Um, and so, I, I try to – the easiest way to equate it um, – for uh, for in, any of you that maybe you're in the states, I I, th I believe they are also in, in Canada is a charity called the United Way, and 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 what happens is um, people choose we're going to donate to the United Way. The United Way, their job is to take in those donations and say, okay, let's find some quality organizations that can really make good use of this money. Like they're going to tell us how they're going to use it. They're going to let us know how they're doing with it, um, so that we know that people's money are, are going to the right place. Hmm. And so um, we just do it for gamers. So what, what ends up happening is um, like, let's say um, we're contacted by an event in um, Canberra. And I, it, it wouldn't happen in Canberra. Canberra. Canberra, sorry. You can tell. You. you can tell hmm. I'm from the States, right? <laughs> but, uh, but uh We'll say it's Canberra, Texas, because they would say it wrong. Oh, and, okay. uh, <laughs> and, and, and so in, in Canberra, Texas, they are running a D&D event, and they wanted to do something to benefit a quality um, animal shelter, mm -hmm. you know, a humane society. And so they contact their uh, – they're like, hey, we, we would like to have a fundraising component. What can you do to help? And so we actually provide that infrastructure. We, we um, uh, have a charity organization. We'll come out there. Um, if you want us out there, we will help set up auctions. We will set up rerolls uh, stations. We'll staff all of that. We will find and vet uh, the animal shelter, you know, to, to set up, you know, that that piece there. We'll set um, and so that we know the money's going to a good cause and and set up that communication there. Um, and we do all of that at zero salary. And at zero cost. That is um, our, really, really good of you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's we, 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 as a group of individuals, uh, believe in the power of gamers um, and our ability to give back to just great causes and, and helping to link, uh, link up events with charities and helping to facilitate that um, is, is uh, something that we want, a way that we wanted to give back to our community. That's really cool. That's very, very cool. Um, what, what is a re-roll station? 
<laughs> so so um, depending on uh, the the charity uh, and depending on the organization, certain organizations like um, Dungeons and Dragons Adventurers League or or Pathfinder Society, what they'll do is they'll say, well, if you're willing to donate a dollar to charity, then you can re-roll your twenty-sided die Ooh. and take the new result. And and one dollar a time, it can it can raise a significant amount of money for charity. Um, our 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 big charity event, we put on one charity event a year um, called the D8 Summit Charity Convention. Mm-hmm. Um, and we benefit a um, we benefit two uh, amazing charities. We benefit uh, a local homeless shelter that provides shelter to whole families. They don't break families up when a family has to come stay if they find themselves in a tough situation. We also donate to Jasper's Game Day, which is a suicide prevention charity. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, so the money helps fund our, our um, local suicide hotlines and suicide prevention outreach. Uh, and the bulk of the money we raise is $1 at a time. You know, just people re-rolling the dice. It's a fun way to give back. And, uh, have you, but could, could I ask, have you considered of... maybe say selling a, um, like a bulk amount, like say people can get like 10 of them for say less than $10 and you could call <laughs> mighty nine re-rolls. Oh, oh, do, do you think that that would get Matt Mercer pissed off, though? It may play a critical role in getting a reaction from him. <laughs> that is, uh, that's a little punny, sir. Thank you. I, you must... I, I have two children. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that they're always asking you to come back. No. No, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, the worst thing is, like, the older one is getting a terrible sense of humor. And admittedly, that was the goal. Because, like, you are clearly not going to hang out with the cool kids. The nerds will welcome you among them. <laughs> that is exactly what I was aiming for. So, you know, <laughs> success. Um, Good on you. And, and, hey, I mean, you know, look, a, a little bit of pun branding. I suspect Matt Mercer would be all about it. You know what? The the one time I met him, he seemed like a a, a pretty positive uh, guy. So uh, he might he might be all on board for that. Uh, we we did get Deborah Ann Wool to agree to a T-shirt design, um, which which was kind of bizarre and random. I don't um, know that name. Like I've I've heard it, but I don't know it. I apologize. Oh, she was on. Um, so she was on True Blood. Uh, okay. She was. Um, on Daredevil, the Netflix okay. adaptation of Daredevil, um, she does. Oh, um, what is her? Uh, I'm trying to or, remember or what you her. You could life even was. have like a because um, I know that Joe Maginello is is into the whole D and D thing as well, and he yes, has like he a is. clothing brand. You could maybe have yeah. like buy this T-shirt. Your character lives. <laughs> Ooh, because see, the name of the brand is Death Saves. So. Yeah, I, I, I've never met Joe. Um, I, I go to Gary Khan. He's a he's a big Gary Khan fan, um, and and I help out in the uh, the five E experience there. Um, mm-hmm. So they'll come in and they'll whisper, "Hey," and I'm like, "What?" And they're like, "Joe is playing in the room across the hall," and I'm like, uh, "And well, he's over there. Don't you want to go see him?" I'm like, "No, he's playing his game. I don't want to be an asshole. Like, let's play his game." 
he, you know, I'm sure he works hard. He deserves a break too. Yeah. I, I remember um, hearing a thing from Mark Wahlberg like years ago. And he's like, look, if I'm at church, don't come up and ask me about Entourage. I'm kind of busy. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. It's, 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 it's just being considerate. Polite. Yeah. I mean... It, it's cool that he's there, though, and yeah. um, and and Joe, he'll bring his he'll bring his line there. He'll do a pop up stand, mm. um, and sell T-shirts, and he will stand at that at, at that location and greet everybody and and talk to them as they come up and shop. So, like, he he's good people. He really is. Yeah, I mean, he he does that stand to like work the quads in a passive way. Um, <laughs> lunge, lunge. <yeah. laughs> I can just see him handing people T-shirts, lunging forwards. All right, left. All right. <laughs> He's a good uh, excellent yeah. so um you have a couple of events coming up soon i believe or, or the big one i think you said big... in utica illinois yes yeah so th- this is my turn it's utica okay. <laughs> uh, i'm sure it's utica where it's supposed to be i think it's in greece or something um but uh yeah uh, utica illinois united states it's um our big event we throw it at the end of april every year um Mm -hmm. it attracts uh well last year it attracted 350 attendees uh we're we're expecting an, an even bigger crowd uh this next time around um and uh we have uh, over 50 tables of role-playing games going simultaneously all weekend. Um, and we do it for a good cause. So um, so we do it, again, to support uh, our local homeless shelter and a suicide prevention charity. Uh, and it is one of the neatest atmospheres for gaming that I've ever experienced. Um, I'm, I'm very fortunate in the in the corner of the world that I live in, uh, which is very close to Lake Geneva, the birthplace of Dungeons and Dragons. You can hit you can hit events constantly, hmm. right? Um, there, there's events everywhere, um, and you could go to two events or three events a month, and and big big events that draw multiple tables and and be and see a lot of the same people, and it, the community is really neat that way. Um, the D8 Summit has the most, oh, I'm trying to think, laid back and friendly atmosphere. Um, it's, 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 that sounds uh, good. there's hugs all around. Um, after everybody finishes the games, everybody turns into the bar, which is just up the hallway. So we finish the games, walk up to the end of the hallway to the bar, keep the bar open all night. Then we close the bar. Then we go to the lobby. Everybody hangs out in the lobby talking. Um, and, yeah, it's just got that, that incredibly friendly, laid-back atmosphere. And and the people that are there, they're going there because they know that besides getting some really damn good gaming, they're going to um, they're going to be giving back. So, so like, um, the, the D8 Summit doesn't keep any of the money that we raise. Um, it doesn't go into anybody's pocket. Uh, any money past the cost of the event goes uh, to our charities. Uh, so, so that's pretty cool. Um, the, the, the good experience comes because we really try to support authorship. And you won't find more authors in one place per capita. Um, last year we had over 20 authors in attendance for the total 350 attendees. Um, the authors come, they run the games that they wrote and give the players like the best experience. Some, some of the, uh, 
some of the great organized play authors that uh, with the names that you would recognize um, uh, are in attendance each year. Um, this year, uh, we have uh, names such as Andrew Bashinsky, uh, Anthony Joyce, Noah Grand, Ayana Lights, uh, uh, rightly. We have um, Ian Pace, uh, Marcelo de Velasquez. Uh, we, we have um, uh, uh, people that have written locally, uh, people flying in internationally. It's, it's a really, really cool atmosphere. I'm, that does sound real cool. I, I'm blessed uh, because when we started the 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 whole concept off five years ago, we weren't at all expecting anything like this. It just grew on its own. It's or it, it, it organically turned into a slacticon. Is probably the <laughs> like like we're there, but we're not taking it super seriously. We're having fun and laughing and getting good gaming in. Um, we're spending time with our friends. Um, and talking to them, uh, the, uh, it's, it's, it's unique that we take meal breaks all at the same time. So, you know, that between one and two, every game doesn't run, not a single game runs at the convention between the hours of one and two okay. so that you can go have lunch with your friends. And then we do the good. same thing for dinner. Yeah. Just, you know, have fun with your friends, uh, go to the water park resort or, you know, eat at a restaurant or, you know, just be cool to each other for a little bit. Get to know each other at the gaming table, away from the gaming table. Come with your friends. Leave with new ones. That that sounds cool. I, I'm 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 kind of wishing we had something like that in Sydney. Well, you have some amazing organizers um, uh, there uh, down under, um, and so I uh, Merrick. Oh my goodness, Merrick. I yeah, that is, I follow him on Twitter. He he seems a a, a pretty lovely lad. That is one bloke I really wish I could meet, like hands down. So uh, if I ever make it down there for an event, if I'm ever invited, you best believe I'm going to be trying to meet up with him, even if I have to fly across the damn continent to find him. It's a big continent. Be careful what you promise. <laughs> I know, right? I might. I, I can figure something out. You know. I imagine so. So, um, Connor, how did you how did you get to D and D and whatnot? What what led you down that path? Okay. So, um, it's not that exciting a story. I'm a, I'm a gray beard. Um, I've been playing since first edition. I was a little, I was a kid. Um, I want to say it was first edition AD and D, um, the, uh, uh, the rule cyclopedia. If anybody remembers that book, that was the book that got me in. Uh, the first book I played out of, uh, I, tr I tried, First game I tried when my buddy's like, hey, we've been playing this Marvel superheroes game for a while. Let's try Dungeons and Dragons. That's supposed to be the game. So I went to the local high school. I wasn't in high school yet. I was in middle school. And we played Dark Sun. Yeah, I know Dark Sun. Yeah. I played a fire cleric with a sword, I want to say. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I really didn't. Um, but I was a fire cleric with a sword, and I was hooked. So. Awesome. No, yeah, was... Dark, Dark Sun is a, a setting that most Australians are fairly like in, in, in sync with, in a way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like uh, we we call it, you know, desert apocalypse, and you call it Thursday, right? We call it the outback, but you know. Yeah, like, pretty um, much. <laughs> Thursday, mate. It's all week. 
Uh, sorry, <laughs> that that doesn't get to come out very often. Um, <laughs> try and avoid that, really. Um, Girl, you're, you're loud. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> thank you. It's a, it's a safe place for me to, to, to crack open the accent when I need to. I understand it just fine, as long as you can get what I'm saying. I um, So I, I've been fortunate enough that I, that I was able to live – um, internationally, I'm 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 loath to say abroad because I don't know if Canada counts as abroad from the United States. Um, but I was able to live there for a few years and and learn just how messed up American speech is. So I, I think Canada would be more than happy to say we are not them. <laughs> well, probably, but at least you're not a damn Yank. <laughs> Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like, I suspect it's very similar to the relationship between Australia and New Zealand when if you get us together in the same room, Australians and New Zealanders will not like each other. There's there's too much history there. Um, you know, in a good-natured way. Good-natured. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the second we're overseas, it is a very, very different thing. Cause it's like, oh, you know, we're all from around the same kind of area. And it's like, yeah, we, we need someone to talk to who understands things like, you know, socialized health care and, you know, that kind of thing. So <laughs> Canadians would probably get along with, actually. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the uh, the Canadians that I've met and the Canadians I continue to meet are just amazing. I mentioned Andrew Bashinsky, um, just an incredibly talented author, um, great content producer, good person, good guy. Um, Jeremy Johnston. Uh, Jeremy, if you're listening, uh, hey, that guy gets a selfie with everybody. Like, if you follow him on Twitter, if you follow him on Twitter... I I will change that now. It's Yeah, follow Jeremy Johnston on Twitter is the only reason why you need to listen to this podcast. This guy, in one weekend, will get, get like, selfies with over 40 D&D celebrities. And I don't know how he finds them and gets himself in a picture with them. And... And he just does it. He's got that winning Canadian accent and charm, and he just walks up and smiles and politely because they don't can know we, another way can, to talk. Can we get his, um, can, can we get his uh, Twitter handle? Yes, I will give you Jeremy Johnson's Twitter handle, and we can put it in the show notes. Jeremy, you owe me huge, dude. Just saying. But he, but he, is, uh, he is great people. Like, okay. you, would, you, are not, you will not go wrong following him. Not go him. wrong with him. Okay. No, not at all. Look, well, that, that being said, like the, the few Canadians I've known um, and, and I'm still in contact with, it is a case of, look, you're just lovely. Yeah. Why did you leave? Why, we need why are you here. so nice? <laughs> I, I had at least three offer me a sham marriage to keep me in the country um, because they're just that nice. I'm like, okay. it's a sham marriage. Like, and they're like, oh, but we like you. So, you know, you could just stay up here, right? And, yeah. you know, my, live my here brother and was gonna, be all right. My, one of my younger brothers was going to sham marriage to help someone with a visa at some point. And I was like, well, okay, if, if you need to, my friend. <laughs> Makes sense. If, Excellent. Well. Um, now, we, we do have a question from the Twitters that I think is mm. a pretty good one. Um, uh, this is from Jacob, who I play with quite 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 often. Um his uh, thing is, uh, I've organized some small charity events and participated in others. How do you build excitement and engagement for volunteers and donators? All right. Well, or donors, perhaps. All right. Hello, Jacob. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, that's something that 
uh, as a charity, like uh, we are always trying to do is build that excitement. And we do it in a few important ways. Um, first of all, it's okay to bring the charity work that you're doing front and center. Um, and so at the beginning of each day, our events, we actually greet the room via loudspeaker, thank them for coming, um, let them know that the charity is here, they would love to speak with them, and then actually introduce them to representatives of the charity. So if you can get them to come in and speak, um, just go table to table and thank people for it. Um, it that goes a long way. Um, that's a representative from the charity that you're gaming for, even if they're not gamers, they're going from table to table looking you in the eye and saying thank you for what you're doing. Mm. Um, we, we, uh, we, try to tie, we try to tie in events and things that we're doing into the charity. So every year at the D8 Summit, we offer some pretty cool, like if you're into Adventures League, some really cool Adventures League swag. And we always try to tie it into the charity that we work with. So um, because a, a lot of our work goes to benefit homeless families, help keep homeless families intact. Uh, a lot of the uh, swag we give out ties into homelessness. We we uh, and and mentions that uh, mentions that you've done something to help um, to help fight homelessness. We also um, set up for our biggest donors uh, this year. Uh, we're setting up a dinner with representatives from the charity. So That's really cool. we. We have a plated meal and representatives from the charity are there to eat and talk with you and share what they're doing so you can see and become vested in, hey, you know what? Yeah, I slayed a beholder down on table nine, but now I'm here at lunch and seeing, oh, yeah, that $5 I, I paid to reroll, it's going over here because they're building a new wing onto their shelter so they have eight new family rooms uh, for entire families to stay in a shelter until they can get back on their feet. Can you, you know, pay money to force the DM to reroll? <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful idea. But in the uh, in the Adventures League rules, the answer is no. no. Um, however, you can pay to reroll any roll you make or a friend at the table, as long as you're not griefing them. Yeah, you can't force a DM that to reroll. That would not be charitable. It it well, and you know, you want there to be at least some challenge there, right? Yes. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> You're like, no, I want to roll stomp my DM. If my DM doesn't leave the table crying, then I didn't do it right. I don't think you've met my DM. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he is a high school teacher. And it's like, oh. yeah, that guy is a... Uh, he, he, he got thick skin. <laughs> yeah, they, they, um, they've, they've got some rules there, but it's... It definitely helps, and like I said, it's the number one way we we raise money. I mean, we have silent auction, uh, we do raffles, we sell swag, you know, we sell dice sets that are themed to the charity, and and do all these other things. But I kid you not, it's the one dollar rerolls. That's that's where it's at. Weirdly enough, if if I can suggest, maybe each DM should have like a special set of dice that occasionally like throws the players into a thing where they suddenly need to make a lot of very big successes. Mm. I, I see you no one, sort of winking no, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, I just realized <laughs> as an audio format, that doesn't work. Um, it's, okay, it's okay. I'm laughing because I'll, I'll just narrate it. And he winks. Josh winks. <laughs> yes. Dun, dun, dun. Maybe, yeah, no. maybe don't have weighted dice for the DM. <laughs> 
no, no, no. Uh, but, you know, I'm like, hey, if your players seem to really be rolling with it and they like the challenge, give them one, yeah. you know? No, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Give yeah, it to okay, them. Okay, so um, that, that, that sounds really admirable. Like, I, like looking at the numbers from uh, last year to this year, are the preliminary numbers, like, are they, are they much larger? Are they on par? What, what, what are you looking at, if you don't mind my asking? Right now... Uh, you know, the, right now the world is is grappling with a major health scare. Um, so, you know, obviously, obviously, my my uh, my prayers go out to anybody who's who's living through and dealing with that. Um, the community is still coming together, and our numbers currently are on par mm-hmm. with where they were last year, despite that. Um, so, there's there's um, there's something to be said for having a good cause and being an ambassador for that. So Jacob, that that's my best advice. Um, be an ambassador for that cause. If you can, if you can get those, uh, if you can get those people from the charity to come and make it tangible and real uh, for people. So, so that they say, Hey, I know this is, this is a good cause because I met the CEO of that charity and, and they stopped at my table. They stopped at my table and interrupted my boss fight, but stopped at my table and 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 thanked me, you know, and that was pretty cool. Like, how often does that happen? You, you could even bring in a thing. Um, have you heard about the, um, I think it's the Dungeon of the Mad Mage that Chris mm-hmm. Perkins and, yeah, you could potentially even have, like, something like that where someone's just walking around with, like, random cards. And <laughs> it could be like, you know, spend a dollar to get this, like, buff <laughs> for the next two minutes or this event happens how do you resolve it (laughs) boom yes slam it on the table yeah no there's so there's so many fun things and uh, i mean we we try to have a lot of fun with it um we we uh we have neat things to fundraise but we also do stupid cosplays um the stupider the better um some of them are incredible and beautiful and stunning and then other ones are just horror bad and it doesn't matter it's just you know, it's just a bunch of grown-ups acting like kids and having fun for a weekend. Um, so, yeah, no. It, there's so many things you can do just to have fun. You can run around and, and mess things up on different tables. I've been guilty of that before. Uh, you know, running around saying, I, hey, I this. this happens to you. Deal with it. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, Jacob, Look, one thing, th- th- one thing that comes to mind. This just got a deck of many things. Ha! Ah, ruined your game forever, DM. <laughs> Jacob, uh, one thing I, I didn't even think of, uh, buddy. What what I would also recommend is keep your charity local. Consider keeping it local, um, because it's often easy easier for people to connect with a charity that's local to where they're playing at. There um, there are certain causes that resonate very well in, in communities, um, and. When you're going to a local charity, when you donate to a local charity, they often don't have the big marketing budgets or anything like that to to draw in those donation dollars. Um, and so every dollar that they get, even if you're not able to raise a ton of money, every dollar that you get is more meaningful to some of those small local charities where it can make a real a real difference. So, I w- you know, I would recommend that also, Jacob, for whatever that's worth. I'll, I, I, I hope I answered the question. There's, I've just rambled. Well, most most answers in, involve more than a little bit of that. Um, now, kind of the other thing I wanted to ask, um, 
this is just me proving that I did actually read your profile. Um, now, you have a, a master's from University of Nebraska in Lewis, and you have yourself down as a mental health practitioner. Um, if you don't mind my asking about that a little, because I imagine that ties into why you do what you do with the charity stuff. Well, um, so yes, I, I am a mental health practitioner. I work in a school. Uh, providing mental health and educational services for um, for some at risk at, at risk children. Um, my school that I work in, it's an elementary. Um, upwards of eighty percent of our students are uh, are low income, if not in poverty. Um, and uh, and the area that I, I live and work in, I love my community. It's it's small town or, or rural. There's not a lot of resources in the area, not like you would see in, a, in one of the larger cities. And so um, it's, it's just a community where you know that the work that you do, as hectic as it can be sometimes, is not only of great help, but it's, it's necessary. It's needed. And you're appreciated for it. Um, you know, I and, and I'm in. I work in a town where I can go places, and people know who I am. Right? It's 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 very odd because you're able to make that much of an impact on the lives of of kids. I've worked there seven years, um, and many of the families in our community have had because there's only one school for those grades. So their kids have come through my school. They've met me personally. Um, and, and so I'm able to really make an impact on, on all the residents in that community. It's, it's, um, I wouldn't trade it. The, 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 I, I, I am an, an idealistic person. Um, and, and that is a, a key part of my personality. My friend Joe always jokes and calls me a paladin. Um, I keep telling him I'm a bard, but he never believes me. The, the, uh, but that that idealism does marry in very well with with the charity work, which we just sort of stumbled into one year. Honestly, mm -hmm. the D8 Summit wasn't always a charity, and it wasn't um, always the the way it's structured now. So um, we stumbled into it because a tornado took out a town just a couple miles from where we were playing the convention, um, and. So we're like, oh, crap. Well, what can we do? Maybe we can do something and people can bring some food and we can get it to the uh, to them, mm -hmm. uh, to the people that need it. Like something. What can we do since we're having this event two weeks after this tornado knocked a town off the map? And uh, they said, well, uh, how about uh, we donate to uh, Illinois Valley Pats? It's a local homeless shelter. I volunteered there. My friend says they're really good people. I trust them. So I'm like, cool. Yeah, let's do this. And years later, you know, we were one of their biggest fundraisers annually, um, and and they've done so many great things over the last several years. Um, when I made up that example of 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 that homeless shelter adding a whole wing with family rooms, I didn't make that up. They actually did that, um, it, which is pretty amazing. Um, that's that's part of the reason why we continue supporting them is because of their. Um, their mission is to keep families intact and, you know, uh, at least I, I, here in the States, it's very common and I, I, I'm not so certain, uh, how, how it is in Oz. Um, but in the States, it's pretty common for homeless shelters to break up families by, by their gender. So, um, they'll I will even confess, it, I do not know. 
yeah they 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 oftentimes here what they'll do is a, a an intact family will go in because of the rules of the homeless shelter they say okay dad you need to go sleep over in this room and stay in this living area mom and kids you go stay in this other area and um and at a time where family needs each other the most they're actually n- not out of maliciousness but you know but they're they're taking a family apart from its it's social it's social supports mm. and and a lot of families instead of going into that situation they would choose to live in their car instead of getting regular shelter uh, normal shelter and regular meals um this this charity seeks to keep those families together mm. and you know and that has not only better outcomes for families being able to f- land new jobs find new housing the kids do better in school they have less uh, fewer attendance uh, and behavior problems in school. Um, there's there's less need for mental health services because you know you're letting the family do what family's meant to do. They're meant to support each other, and so you're just creating a situation where a family can still do that. So it's it's pretty awesome. I could nice. harp on them for I could harp on them for hours. Like how um, awesome they. Are. I, I would not say harp because harp is often like you know associated with like the term harpy and negative connotations and whatnot and i'd say no that's that's all good positive rambling stuff that's it's it's good that, it's that's good stuff, stuff. I think we need to actually look at and say yeah like with everything that is happening this year and the last couple of years like you know politically not just in the states but here in australia we we're not quite a garbage fire that's that bad but it's more like a different grade of style of garbage fire um, I, I've been reading, yeah. I've been reading about what's been going on down there, so, I, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, and this is where Josh closes his eyes and just sort of sighs inside. You can see I'm him collapse you internally. <laughs> you can see something inside him. He's slowly dying and has been hastened by the, the mention of it. Um, You're a better DM than I am. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> see, that narration's great, people. Listen, he's, he, did, he did a great job. We can't see Josh blushing, and that's good. Um, now, now, Connor, I do have um, one last question, and this is a question that I ask everybody. Um, what, what do you do to take care of yourself? What do I do to take care of myself? Yeah. Um, and how does the physician heal himself? Well, um, so my uh, the thing I do to heal myself, it, a lot of it's gaming. Um, gaming helps. Yep. Fists up in the air. Yes, absolutely. The horns. Uh, the horns. Yeah, yeah. Game, gaming is a huge part of how I de-stress, um, and so that's important. Um, coming home to um, coming home to my family is important. Um, my partner and my three dogs um, are, are a, a central part of my life, um, as well as my parents. And uh, I've got a number of 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 brothers and and some inherited sisters and nieces and nephews so so those things are recharging for me i i try to keep a home uh, our, our 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 house rule is no drama um so you know if you if you're if we're bringing drama in it just has to stay at the door we don't let it inside no drama no negativity um and we're we're pretty good about following that rule um Oh, and there's a, there's, a, there's a time and place where you need to go look okay we need to let this out <sighs> let it out yeah well you know but 
we, we that's that's a rule. We try to keep the house a happy place. We want the house to be our refuge, and so we don't want to bring the storm in. And uh, and lots of eating at restaurants because it's just pleasant. Yeah, I mean, not not having to clean up afterwards is something I agree with. And and just being able instead of having to worry about the cooking, just to focus on the family that's with you and on the shared experience. So, you know, it's, it's, it's mindfulness, uh, but with food and that's cool. Both of those things are cool. I, I, you can, you can tell, I, I don't mind, uh, I don't skip meals. You know, that, that's, a uh, that's, that's one of my things. I, that's how I would choose to de-stress. Um, how, how do you de-stress? Badly. Um, mm. I, I at, bite the head off of rattlesnakes, and I. Uh... No, we don't have rattlesnakes here anymore. Something happened to them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're all there, decapitated with tooth marks in them. Um, <laughs> uh, at, at the moment, given what's happening and how that's affected me employment-wise, in good ways, not bad ways, just overly good. Um, I exercise as much as I can. Okay. Um, which is usually things like, you know, varieties of push-ups and sit-ups while listening or watching Netflix. Um, I do martial arts with my oldest boy. Uh, the youngest one is going to join us next year, and that's going to be interesting because he was born to brawl, that kid. <laughs> so I don't know if it's a good idea to teach him how to do it right. But yeah, that will tell. Um, and, and I do things like this. I, I talk to people who are lovely to talk to and doing something wonderful, whether that be, like yourself, community action, or um, people like Grant Howard, who are just making beautiful, wonderful, delightful thing toys for us to play with. And there is a wonderfulness to that, where you can see someone open up that wonderful, like, open those layers and you suddenly see that wonderful shining beauty at the center of what they make, and you realize the universe may not be how I want. And that's okay, because there are beautiful things like this in it, and it's better to light a flamethrower than curse the darkness. Well, you don't, you don't get a diamond to shine if the light is bright. Yeah, mm, I don't know. It, it's that or just existential metal screaming at the universe. But, you know, look, it I, either helps. I listen to a lot of metal. Hey, if, if that works, I, I'm a, uh, I'm a, the worst stereotypical Yank country music listener. Um, so, uh, but you know what? If you turn it up loud enough and you're driving in your Jeep, it, it, it can be cathartic in the same sort of way. I, I just will say, uh, there's a guy on YouTube called Frog Leap Studios. And he's done a metal version of Country Road. <laughs> he's a screaming Danish madman, and he's exactly what my universe needs from time to time. <laughs> well, the, you know, the Danes, they've got a lot to scream about. Yeah, all that wonderful social care and, you know, egalitarianism. And, 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 and beautiful farmland with cows. I know. How dare they be happy? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and anyway, Connor, where can, where can people find what you do online? Where can they, is there a way they can support, uh, this event online? Like, can they stream in? Are you, are y'all going to do a Twitch thing? Well, so 
there are absolutely ways that you can learn more and even get involved and support even if you're remote. Um, so the easiest way is to follow us on social media. Um, just increasing the social media presence, even if uh, charity is out of your budget, following people on social media is free um, and it can bring exposure to people who might be able to donate. So um, my Twitter is at John Connor Self, J-O-N-C-O-N-N-O-R-S-E-L-F. Or you can follow the charity directly at D8Summit, the letter D, the number eight, just like the die, the word summit. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can feel free to follow um, to follow those Twitters. Um, I highly encourage you to follow Jeremy Johnston uh, just because he's awesome. Um, okay. I'm just going to throw that out there again. Uh, you can follow um, the uh, the D8 Summit on Facebook as well. We try to update there with cool pictures, information on the charities, um, and and sort of highlight good things that are happening in D&D not just at our events, but around the country, um, because there's so much awesome positivity out there. We just want to highlight and support that um, and get that good message out. Um, if you are interested in supporting uh, the, the charity, you can attend any one of our events, um, or you can actually make donations directly to the D8 Summit. Um, you can, uh, you can uh, donate through uh, PayPal, uh, through our through our email address d8summitcharities at gmail.com. you can you can donate that way. Um, the 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 number one way that a lot of people donate is they they come to our events. Uh, we sometimes run online charity uh, online auctions where anybody could win, um, and we're coming up with some pretty neat ways for people to support our charity mission and the work that we do. Uh, into this year. So there's even more that I can't quite announce yet. Um, but it is in the works. Um, we're, we're, we're really excited the, uh, the D8 summit is a, um, is a United States 501 C3 charity, mm-hmm. um, which, which means that, uh, that the charity money, uh, the charity money that we raise, you know, it's going to a, a good cause at the same time, the money that you donate is gets the best tax benefit in the United States. And, and so that that's a um, that can put your mind at ease. You can just know that the money is going where it's supposed to be, and uh, that you know it, it it's it's going to help. But at the same time, yeah, you could say yeah. At the same time, I get a cool little tax break for helping out this gamer charity and maybe playing a game for a weekend and donating something for the auction. Lovely, um, Connor. Yeah. I do apologize. I am out of time. Uh, Got to go do that thing. What pays my bills. Um, thank you very much for your time, and, and, and thank you for – I'm going to go with everything you're doing. <laughs> well, thank you for everything that you're doing um, because running a, running a talk show, this is my bread and butter. I love listening to people that are interesting in the community and learning more about what they're doing. It's, it's an invaluable service, and so you deserve every amount of praise that, that's heaped upon you. So by all means, keep what you're keep doing what you're doing. And um, if uh, if you're ever uh, if you ever have questions if it, or if any listeners have questions about charities, about promoting diversity in their events um, and creating inclusive spaces, hit us up. Uh, we've got some great people who would love to talk to you and, and help you make that right. Awesome. Do, do right by your communities. Excellent. Um, and everyone, I can be found at Nerdy People D&D. Um, 
please check out our actual play. Uh, we're not playing D&D at the moment. We're playing Laces and Feelings, which is a lot of fun. Um, and the Margreve campaign, which is a fortnightly update because Josh is already doing enough with his life. Um, Connor, again, <laughs> thank you for your time. Thank you too, Josh.